Ah! Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Really? Hey, Daddy, what's your safe word? Uh, don't scare Daddy like that. That was Welcome ridiculous. back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... Um, we are letting the dogs out. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> I'm out. I am, I'm here. And I really, I, I can, can, can you hear me okay? I hear you fine. Can, okay. can everybody out there hear you? Surprisingly, I can hear you really well in, inside the puppyhood. Hmm. So for those of you who can't see because you're not a Patreon, uh, the pup is wearing his pup hood. And a shirt that says wag, 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 which I think in puppy means he's very happy. Yes. yes. Generally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And welcome back to What's Your Safe Word. I'm Amp. I'm still Mr. Christopher. <laughs> and we today, just do this. <laughs> we're talking about puppies. Puppies. So I, I don't know how it's gotten to, I don't even know how many, 34, 35 episodes at this point, And we still haven't talked about puppies. Really? Yeah. I feel like we talk about puppies all the time. I mean, we talk about them in passing all the time, but I don't think, I, I mean, we haven't had a puppy specific episode, episode oh. where we actually let the dogs out. Well. So, welcome well, back to What's Your Safe Word. I'm Amp. I'm still Mr. Christopher. This is the third time we've done that. <laughs> just seeing how many times I can get you to do it. Oh my God. <laughs> Daddy, who let the dogs out? Um, I'm about to. Uh, can I ask why? Wrong. Baja men. Oh my God. Uh, why these gloves came with a sex toy? What sex toy? Oh, that's from a, a Lilo F1 racing uh, jerk off sleeve. Oh, so they got a like a racing theme? Yeah, it's like a race racing theme sex toys. I kind of like them. They go with my shirt. I mean, you're wearing a rainbow shirt again for the, the patrons <laughs> who are, are seeing this podcast. Anything matches that shirt, honestly. I think it's like a Joseph multicolor dream coat shirt. Ex exactly yeah. like that, but not at all. Anyway, today's episode, I figured we would talk about one of uh, my personal favorites, and and I think Daddy enjoys it a little bit too, and that's puppy play. So, Daddy, what is I puppy play do. for those that don't know what it is? I mean, you're an expert. I am not an expert. Actually, the puppy taught me about puppy play. Uh, from uh, puppy play is. Um, a form of kink play where um, uh, great the person <laughs> gets out of their head and and embodies a puppy or a dog, um, and this they accomplish in several different types of way, either by dressing up or getting into the headspace or wearing a hood. Um, Pop quiz: Are actual dogs involved? No. Pop quiz: Do you have to have gear to be a puppy? No. Pop quiz. Is this a pop quiz? Yes. Well, well done. Although you were a little hesitant on that last <laughs> well, answer. I, I felt like that was a trick question. <laughs> pop quiz. Are you a top? Yes. Uh, but are, are you really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so puppy play is a form of animal role play. I think you had it. You did a pretty good job being put on the spot like that. I, I hate being put on the spot. But um, pop quiz. No, my God. <laughs> is this a pup quiz? A pup quiz. <laughs> um, so, and and I think it has changed over time. And when we do the old guard 
episode, uh, we can talk about this. So my perspective is being in the BDSM community for years and years and years. To me, pup play used to be a form of humiliation where you treated someone like a dog. Um, and I, I always thought that was hot, uh, but it, it really had um, one person or, or thing or object was lower than the dom, and they had to eat out a dog boil, and it was humiliation factor. What's a dog boil? Dog bowl. Oh. <laughs> Picturing a puppy in a bath. <laughs> um, <laughs> puppy soup. Uh. Um but it's all, it's kind of evolved and the puppies of today have made it less um, kind of protocol-y like that and have made it protocol-y. Oh my God. <laughs> Is that a kind of dog? Did you even There's mean a to do that? No, I didn't. Oh my <laughs> Oh my dog. <laughs> um, and has made it fun and playful and I really enjoy it now because this whole community has grown and blossomed and it's introducing a younger generation to kink play, but in a very non-threatening way. It's in a very fun, exploratory way um, than it used to be. Agreed. And much like a puppy, I do like a good bone. Mm, yes, you do. And today's bone to pick. Okay. Well, I have a bone to pick today. Ha ha. Oh. And so I have a bone to pick today What's for your some bone? tea, and that is cold emails. What's a cold email? Like when you send someone an email and you're like, "Hey, I would you? I know you don't know who I am, but I would love to sponsor your show." And then they give you, a, but not just any kind of cold email. So that's like that's a decent cold email where you introduce yourself, you say, "Hey, we'd love to sponsor your show." These kinds of cold emails, there's two kinds that I absolutely hate. And I is had this a bunch like of on them. Instagram where they just kind put of, in a comment? Kind of. Hit us up and DM. Yeah. I'm like, no, you hit me Spam, up. <laughs> spammy cold emails. But okay. these specific ones that I'm talking about today, one of which is attention just following up when they haven't sent you an email yet. Oh, yeah. Where they're just trying to get your attention as if you don't know what emails you read and then they put like exclamation points in the email, all caps, to say as if like you forgot to answer this person and then you look at the email and you're like, no, this is the first email I've ever seen from this person. Yeah. The second one to to this day that we get tons of them every week is people that want to like be our manager or partner with us and they d clearly don't know who we are or what we do. So sometimes I'll respond to those emails and I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, we, we are always looking for, you know, sponsorships or we would be open to this or that. Like, what kind of ideas do you have in mind? And then they're like, oh, oh, sorry. I uh, never mind. We didn't look and actually see what your content was about. Yeah, they just saw the numbers. Mul uh, multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. So so insulting and also very sex negative and that is my bone to pick today during our puppy play episode yeah no when you're reaching out to somebody because you want them to do something for you don't reach out reach around <laughs> <laughs> well do your research too know who you're talking to if you're doing the reaching out yeah i agree i'm with you that, that, that round of applause that annoys me well, oh, and for Look, those I dress more like a puppy than you right now. I mean, those are actually some very nice. These would be good puppy gloves. gloves. We're not sponsored, not sponsored by Lilo, but you know, yeah. Lilo, if you want to sponsor, yeah, sex toys or sex Daddy toys. Daddy likes your gloves, <laughs> and puppy likes your your F one 
jerk off sleeve. It's it's pretty interesting. It sounds like a car. F one. Yeah, like oh no, the 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 masturbator sleeve sounds like a car when it turns on. Oh really? Yeah, and it like goes, it has <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah. In the sound effect episode, the ASMR episode, the the one sex toy that sounded like a car. You thought it was a car at some point. You don't remember that you thought that, but I do because I edited it. <laughs> anyway, was that the one we were like, yay, yay, go is racing? Sure. Okay. I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. But we figured we might might why not have a, an episode about puppy play? I feel like we've done this topic to Helen back. Yeah, maybe that's why we don't do it anymore. Sorry, we've done this topic to Devil Dog and back. No. And I, I feel like that's why we haven't done one recently, but it could definitely use a bit of a, a sprucing up uh, a new dog for these old tricks. And so we asked you guys on social media for some of the questions that revolve around puppy play, but I figured we'd also just kind of talk about puppy play and what we got into it for and how we got into it. Um, I mean, we have already got kind of a little background as to how you got into it, which was through me, fortunately. You're so lucky. Yeah, well, so... I. Uh, yes, I'm so lucky. Good, good catch. Good catch. Thank you for. God, I almost missed that one. Cat got, um, cat got your tongue, or dog got your tongue. So for me, I like I said, I was never into puppy play, but I actually I saw it at IML a few times, and I thought, oh, that's a cool scene, uh, because someone was acting like a dog running around on all fours, but they were in leather and they weren't dressed. They didn't. So now puppy play has uh, hoods and stuff that are shaped like puppy heads and. Um, I think back then we just had like that leather one that looked more like a pig than a puppy. It was just like that mm. blunt nose snout. Um, so it wasn't really a dog. Yeah. Well, back then it, they didn't have as many articulated characters or caricatures of hoods. Right. Nowadays you have every color and shape and size and breed and. And that's what and that's what's kind of interesting with this new generation for me. Um, Back in my day, we worked uphill both ways, and Coke was a nickel. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of puppies. They really, it's almost like a cosplay, like superhero fantasy. They get into their colors and matchy matchy everything, and like their tail matches their ears and. Um, what are you trying to they say? They become very unique. Why are you looking and, at me? Because I know you. Um, no, it's 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 very interesting. It's it's a bit more fun and comic booky and but, definitely. But, but can I tell the story that when we first met? So, so Amp was a puppy. Well, you know what you're not going to do is bring up a story and then not tell it on a podcast. <laughs> so continue. <laughs> so. I wasn't well versed in the puppy thing. I had seen the puppies coming about and they were becoming more prevalent in the BDSM community. Uh, and this is, I, I wasn't really paying attention. And so when Amp and I met, I met him at IML and our connection was through bondage more so than puppy. But I knew he was a puppy. He identified with the puppy. And what did you think of that before before you got to know me? What did I, you think? I thought it was adorable because okay. I, I had seen a couple puppies in the, the years prior to you that were crawling around and I'm like, oh my God, they are a puppy. Like, they're adorable. I want to cuddle that right now. <laughs> and they were chasing tennis balls around the floor and I was like, oh, it's just adorable. And that was that one Mr. S hood that was uh, the leather with the jaw that dropped and the red tongue. That was the first puppy. I, the wolf muzzle. It was so animated 
And I was like, oh, okay, I get this. Okay. And so what did you do from there? So I didn't, I didn't do because I, I didn't know many puppies. Um, but then you came in your first visit to see me. Can I tell this story? Why not? Okay. Because I look bad in it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. By all means, then, please do go on. So I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do with this puppy? I know he likes to be tied up. So you came to my house in Santa Rosa, and I was like, puppies like to be put in cages. So I, I told you to go get in your pup gear. And I didn't have a cage, but I had a cage I had three chickens in the backyard that had a big cage. And so I was like, I will put him in the chicken coop and he will like that because <laughs> it's a cage and puppies like cages. <laughs> so And therefore. <laughs> so we went in the backyard. He was all puffed out. I opened the, the door to the chicken coop and I tell him, get him, boy. <laughs> and you do. <laughs> because I follow directions. And I closed the door. <laughs> My chickens took one look at you and went, wah! <laughs> they just started flying around the coop. They were terrified. They're like, what the fuck did you just put in here with us? They were just like feathers flying everywhere. The puppy. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> That's where we learned that you can teach an old dog your tricks. <laughs> and daddy never did that again. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't really know what I was doing when I first met you. <laughs> I'm, you you, uh, you learned eventually, but yes. uh, it was definitely a learning curve. <laughs> My poor chickens. I had to send Your them poor to, chickens? I had to send them to therapy. I could have gotten attacked. <laughs> oh, from a chicken. Uh, they have talons and claws. Oh, they, they're vicious. They're more scared of you than I, you I are. like a good cock, but that's just a cock tease. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that story. How, uh, how did you forget about that story? It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> well, and then, so we, you lived in a nice cul-de-sac neighborhood. You had fences. They were very tall. But uh, we ended oh. up just doing some fun stuff outside and like some dick sucking and playing around oh, do you with remember? the chickens locked up. And and then I'm just kind of playing around with you and you're telling me like speak and roll over and bark. And then, of course, I uh, bark and <laughs> I'm very loud because I'm excited. And, and then the entire neighborhood of the dogs. dog next door got excited. The bio dog next door got excited by his barking and started barking. Then the dog next to that started barking. You like got the entire neighborhood to howl with we bio dogs. We call that an awoo. <laughs> and now you've started, uh, uh. You've started it all. But so that was kind of our first uh, romp into the kennel uh, together. Yeah, I, I've play. played with puppy play years before that, but uh, and I've had daddies off and on before that as well. Uh, none as adventurous or uh, put you in a chicken coop. Yeah, none none as uh, in, ingenious, uh, creative, uh, foul. Some might say. Oh, that's foul. Yeah, thank you. But we had a good time. Uh, we've learned since then. Yes. And uh, we have definitely gotten our paws dirty in other ways. But that was, what, what was, have you learned since then? What have you learned since then? I learned not to hit puppies. Oh, yes. So I think the same trip. Was it the same trip? Um, 
maybe Your hard to remember honestly it was one of the first times i was visiting you <laughs> so like i said i'm into impact play and bdsm and stuff and and i don't know if you've ever seen my puppy but he has a spectacular ass so it's i really okay. wanted an excuse to hit it or to spank it um and so i don't know what i, I made some convoluted Yes, like, it was very convoluted. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> it was how many days has it been since you came? And I was there for a week, so I was able to do the math. And oh, were you, you in chastity too? I think you were in chastity. No, nah, at that time, I don't think. Okay. Regardless, I hadn't come because we were being good and playing and blah, 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 blah. And you attacked me with chickens, so you <laughs> felt bad. Anyway, so like at the end of the trip, I was there for like all of a week. And so I was able to do the math. And you're like, how many days has it been since you came, boy? Yeah. Just I was like being that. all gruff, daddy. Yep, you were you know, so gruff. <laughs> so gruff. So gruff. And I knew exactly how many days. And he was like, well, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the the one day that you were so traveling you, counts you, too. <laughs> and therefore, mistake. That, that one mistake we should multiply gets that multiplied by 10. by 10. Because I'm also so good at So you're going to get math. 10 spankings for not knowing the for answer not to my doing convoluted questions. anything <laughs> and much like a real dog if you hit the real dog he's not gonna like it especially when he was being a good boy so i spanked him not hard and <laughs> oh my god this one pouted. i did not pout he for pouted weeks. for weeks he always for says no i was upset you, because you just had i this, didn't do anything you wrong. had this hung dog expression i on your face. didn't do anything wrong you're like i i i felt no, so bad i had an up dog expression i'm not falling for that again <laughs> not even for hitting me for for doing oh nothing. don't even no and you you so, made you nope. made me all up dog don't even look at me <laughs> stop <laughs> anyway hmm. so i learned you don't hit puppies because they will pow and manipulate you for life i'm sorry exactly they'll pout and what manipulate <laughs> stop <laughs> Anyway, no, so puppy, I mean, puppy play is a very playful kink. People get into it because it's playful. It's a lower level of entry. It's not as aggressive when it comes to, say, BDSM or kinks. And I, I, we say this all the time, like the, the bar is, is lowered by the fun and the playfulness of it. And it tends to bring with it a younger crowd uh, or demographic that then moves hopefully into other kinks as they get more explored they, they start to explore more fetishes yeah um which is good for all of us so the more people that explore their kinks and sexuality uh the more there is out there to play with sure but there's also some people that look at that as a fad or a bad thing or fake puppies and guys just getting into gear because they want to look sexy and wear leather which also i don't see a problem there regardless Some people do that and they do that with leather yeah so i mean we've had this problem for it's not even a problem we've had that issue Debate. forever you know in the old guard community they're like you're not doing leather right if you don't have this protocol if you didn't earn your leathers if you didn't you know, sex is fun. Well, it, it's just, supposed to be. Just fucking enjoy it. Yeah. And who cares if there's some cute people coming to the community just because they want to put on a puppyhood? Even better. And want to pup out. Lock it on, put on some mitts, mm -hmm. get them in a sling, have I'm, some fun. I'm all for it. Da and there's the that on that. There's, there's the other, <laughs> there's the dad team of the day. Yeah. But I also figured, why not, 
not just talk about our backgrounds, but talk about some of the questions that we have from people. Okay. And I mean, I feel like I gave my background in puppy play, right? No, you didn't talk about CPAW. You didn't talk oh. about what you've done and well, fine. your experience okay. in it. We'll get to the questions in a minute. Um, I was brought into the puppy play community uh, through CPAW, which is Seattle Pups and Handlers, S-E-A-P-A-H. Paw groups exist all over the place. So if you're looking for a place to start, look for a local paw. Which in paws, P-A-W. Uh, no, P-A-H, Pups oh. and Handlers. Thank you for trying to correct me, though. <laughs> Why is it not paw like a puppy paw? Because it's not pups and wamblers. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, so, Daddy. And I have to say, because of the that uh, credentials that you had, I was intimidated. So I didn't want to fuck this up. Oh, so because that's, of that you were intimidated? That's why I threw you in the chicken coop so I wouldn't fuck oh, it up. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I, well, my pedigree was, uh, mm. well, yeah, I, I had all my paperwork. Anyway, so I was on the board of CPAW, which was, again, Seattle what? Puppies and handlers. Good job. Not wamblers. And so I was on their board. I helped them to create bylaws. Like, the puppy groups are very well organized, um, the ones that very I've well. seen and been a part of and been guests at. And so we had a whole paying group, uh, 150 or so puppies in the area that would pay, you know, their dues, that which would help to pay for events and help to, you know, fund like fun things like dog tags and pins and paw patches. Wasn't wasn't your paw uh, run by a kitten though? It was at one point the president Which of the I group. Which I found hilarious. Was I just cat. pictured this cat just this maniacal with their claws just watching all the puppies be silly and going. Um, <laughs> he just knew how to organize things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, he was also a very nice guy. Uh, Night cat. He was in one of our. He was in the furry episode years and years and years ago, and so. I was part of the, the paw group. I started just kind of going to moshes, which for those that don't know, moshes are like the social gatherings where people get on all fours or if they're a handler, they're just kind of overseeing and watching the puppies and making sure they're okay. And it's just kind of a social. It's like a munch. It's kind of like a but, mosh but pit at a concert, but only on all fours. Minus music or music acts. But yes, <laughs> totally like that. Well, everyone's just roughhousing and yeah. Not necessarily. Some There's, some, there's cuddling. There's cuddle piles. Um, have you ever been to a mosh? Yes. Really? Um, with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> hard, hard to, so many daddies. I can't, I can't uh, keep them straight. See. Can't keep them straight. I knew it. You're going back in the chicken coop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you don't have a chicken coop in the city anymore. <laughs> but I was part of their group. I helped to kind of get that group started. Uh, I was in, I was there for a few years. I was on their marketing team. Oh no! No, that's I was I was the marketing manager uh, at one point, oh and I did all the graphics and visuals, and so I was just very active, and so I saw how they were run, um, and then kind of parted ways with that group because I moved to another city. But always fond memories of CPAW. It's still going today. I still get their emails every once in a while, and there's there's paw groups all over the place. So if you're looking for a place to start, look for a a paw group, a P A H group that has to do with puppies and handlers. There's also Recon. It's a great place to start. You can be on Facebook. There's Facebook tons has of Puppy, puppy 101 and mm -hmm. uh, what's the other international puppy? Puppies and Furries, yeah. International Puppy. Um, the Paw Groups all have their own Facebooks as well. If you're local or somewhere near a Paw Group, you can always join. There's lots of different events and, and maybe less to, to be at in person now, but even more so you have them online. Yeah. Like we were guest judges on the Secret Life of Pets, which was oh, a puppy which was so fun. talent show. That was really fun. Yeah. 
Um, so that's kind of that's where I started. That's where I, I met one of my first daddies. That's where I got the name Amp. What? Who? Who's this daddy? Oh, do, you don't know. Don't worry. Don't worry, daddy. Uh, chicken coops. Chicken coops. <laughs> telling you, I'm uh, building a chicken coop mm, after mm, this mm, episode. Mm, mm, mm. Um, these are not the puppies you're looking for. <laughs> there we go. Okay, all done. And so that's kind of where I got started. That's where I started doing the educating. And at that time, I had started the YouTube with Bolt, and we were very active in the community. And yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to to add there. Yeah, you're a big time puppy when I met oh, you. Oh God, stop it! Big time. Excuse you? I was very <laughs> skinny back then. I'm, I'm much bigger now, quite literally. Um, than I was back then. I was like 140 pounds wet back then. I think I'm around 180, maybe 90 now. Ooh. I need to go on that Purina puppy chow. <laughs> Do they have diet puppy food? How dare you? <laughs> I eat just fine. Thank you. So that was my kind of entry level kink was puppy play. Okay. And so I saw now it. everyone knows your history. in a bar. I was getting a drink. I saw a bunch of guys come in on like leashes and I was like, what the hell is going? Oh, all I know is when I became your daddy, like the puppies were came out of the woodwork. They're like, uh, because they're all looking for handlers. Oh. So they were very excited every time I came around. Emphasis like, on came. And this, I was like, oh, oh this you is, poor thing. This is interesting. Oh, you, oh, everyone's flocking <laughs> to you. Poor daddy. He's got so many puppies. <laughs> You've never complained before. I'm not complaining. I was just, mm. it, was, it opened a whole new world of puppies. Emphasis on whole? Whole mm. new world. Speaking of holes, have you ever had a tail in? I'm curious. I never have, no. Oh. Have you ever wanted to have a tail in? No. Have you ever, you've never wanted to have a, a plug that jiggled and wiggled? No. Oh, okay. It was worth a try. Sorry, guys. For me, that would be a form of humiliation. I think. Okay. Well, with that with that perspective, then maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll talk. <laughs> Great. I can't wait for this. And not anyway. as humiliating as being put in a chicken coop. But <laughs> I, I wasn't humiliated. But, I know but, you but, were actually like. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> What's up, chickens? I mean, I'm not dealing with them. <laughs> See, that's the thing about German Shepherds is they're very calm. You were. You were just like calm. The the, the freaking birds were flipping out around you, and you're just like, huh. <laughs> hey, they didn't want to have anything to do with me, so no, I, they, I didn't give them any and there was, to freak out. It was not a big coop. There was not very many places these birds could go. And you expected them to be okay with the random person just walking around well, them? Well, because I would go into their coop all the time as a human and get their eggs. Yeah. So it didn't occur to me because I also view you as that a human a person in a fetish. But gear it was the hood that was barking that looked like a dog that freaked them. They thought you were going to eat them. I was in Dognito. <laughs> what do you expect? I just I'm a very one of those moments. Dog. I did not think ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> and again. Teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, it is possible. I'm not a dog. <laughs> no, you're a daddy. I'm a daddy. There you go. Teach an old daddy. Okay. Yeah. What? I'm definitely not a puppy. Uh uh huh. <clears throat> well, puppy is not about age. That's true. Puppy yes. is about mindset. I will give you that. I'm a pony though. That's fine. Okay. D- dogs can lead ponies around. I know you do it all the time. <laughs> so. I, you know where we are coming from. You you know our backgrounds somewhat. If you want to know more, there's plenty of puppy videos that we have on the channel. They are they are a little dated, 
Uh, but the, the content is still good. We kind of talk about the ins and out of puppy play, the types of puppies that exist, you know, alphas, betas, gammas, devil dogs, dogs versus puppies versus, oh my God, the, the training dogs versus, you know, service dogs, emphasis on service uh, versus, oh, there's so many different kinds. I can't remember all of them right now, but. Seeing eye dogs. Sure. Uh, there's even people with disabilities who are puppies and that's a thing as well. Um, because gear needs to be accessible. So with all that said, you know where to go if you want to find more information, but we are answering today some of your impossibly particular Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, puptacular question. Oh my God, puptacular. That's so good. What, cat got your tongue? <laughs> Dog on it. This we will answer some of your questions today. The first question comes from Glitch Pupper who asks, to bork? Or bark. So, okay, I'm glad you asked this question because I have <laughs> oh, no idea. Are you? I well, I've always been curious. What is bork? Well, you just did it. Bork. Yeah. Now say it again. But what is bork? Now say it again. Bork. Now say it multiple times. Bork, bork, bork. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean though? It's just a different version of barking. So, but what is there a mood to it? What is, it's what's definitely the mood? a vibe. Is it? <laughs> yes, it's like a silly dog, a silly bark. Oh, bork. Yes. Okay, I kind of get it. The yeah. British puppy does bork all the time, and I'm like, what are you trying to say about British people? No, it's, it's, are you saying they're silly? No, it's a puppy, and uh-huh. he, he he is cute and he's silly, uh-huh. but he always goes bork to me, and I'm like, did you mean bark? <laughs> I I never know if like they're wow way to auto- accent shame that puppy if they're auto correct <laughs> corrected it it's wrong it's not a broken dog it's not like, the dog is not work. broken the batteries need to be changed on this one <laughs> work wow so what do I do bark or bork uh you bark most of the time okay you're not very borkable how dare you <laughs> I'll have you know people want to bork me all the time I'm sure they do. I think that's pork. <laughs> Ooh, I could do some pork. Mm. Um, follow up to that question from Cat Claws. Uh, do puppies have a natural hate for kittens or cat people? I think hate is a strong word. It but is. It is a very strong word. Uh, I think dogs have a natural tendency to chase cats and mailmen and certain things that are in their environment they like to chase so i don't think it's hate i think lots of dogs and cats get along in the real world it's affection aggressive 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 affection affection. (laughs) they're loving you aggressively (laughs) bark 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 bark. um yeah no i think so that's a distinction to make like bio dogs and puppies so we say this over and over again this is a type of animal role play. If you can't get into the fun and the the mindset of just being silly and getting into a role play like that, probably not for you. Also, don't yuck someone else's yum. This is not about actual animals. This is about playing and just getting out of your normal headspace of the day and being silly. So for me, the way I I envision it is from the BDSM world, when you sub, and we talk about going into subspace, that is where you... Um, mentally just tune out the outside world and focus on the person you're doming for Um, and they take you to this space that is just this is your entire focus 
puppies do the same thing. They go into a puppy headspace um, where they forget about the outside world and they can just be playful and energetic and just let this sense, this playful self come out of them uh, that isn't human. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't feel human. It feels good it's, a, it's therapeutic it's, it's hypnotic it's, it's meditative levity, yeah. it's it can be a number of things for whoever it is and however they tend to relax but it's a way to get out of the the noise that is always going on inside of your head mm. if you're like me and you have an internal monologue that won't shut the fuck up like yeah. do you have an internal monologue uh not really <gasps> oh i didn't know that yeah, there's I, this I, thing where like some I, people don't have internal monologues. I generally just say what I'm thinking. That's dangerous. Out, outwardly. See, and that's why I just constantly that's why I have I'm no filters. Thinking. Well, well, you could use some filters. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, for me, it's a lot about getting out of the craziness that is my brain not turning off, and that's why I enjoy it. Mm. Um, and just kind of just zone out and just be playful and fun. And if you're if you're gonna be a yucker of that like that has nothing to do with you i'm just chilling out i'm vibing i'm borking and i'm just having a good time uh and it's also not always sexual which i think is something that people oh, yeah. can't understand either i mean wrestling and being playful with someone and just wrestling around with someone is not sexual inherently actually truthfully the gear makes sex somewhat prohibitive uh, because of the hoods and the noses and the snoots, sure. uh, it makes it really hard to access a puppy's mouth sometimes. But it um, does help them get into a headspace sometimes. No, yeah, which I'm totally cool with. But um, a lot of times it isn't sexual uh, just because the mechanics of sex doesn't work with the gear they're they're wearing. You mean you don't normally put, put your dick past a tail? <laughs> yeah. The answer to that is no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's, yeah, there's tons of different kinds of gear and toys, and some are super sex helpful, and some are very sex pro- prohibited. Pro- yeah, <laughs> prohibited. But with that comes with a bunch of different kinds of toys and resources and yeah. uh, just ways that you can play as a puppy, which actually is a good way f- to lead into this next question by Brown Bear. Toby Brown Bear asks, What are good literary resources for puppy play? A previous alpha, an alpha pub, uh, let me borrow a book about the basics, but I'd like to know what about some more recent publications so this one's all in your court because i did you, you never read any i haven't read any. even though i bought you one did you and gave it to you back in the day do you not remember that yeah was I, it the how to care and train a, a dog nice try um because <laughs> i got that but i got that when i got my bio puppy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. no and you gave me that book i think too, I think so too. <laughs> no so the book i gave you was uh woof how to train uh, like erotic puppy play. I don't have that the book. full is the. I know you don't. You probably lost it. <laughs> but it's called Woof. I left it um, on the plane. It is available on Amazon. <laughs> More recently, there has also been Arf, and I'm not How about kidding. Bork. Is there uh, no, bork? no, 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 no. There's no. There's no Arf, Bork. Wolf and Bark. So basically, they're written in puppy. So good essentially, luck. <laughs> no. Uh, Woof, the the very first one that came out forever ago. It's got this kind of built dom in leather and a puppy in an old school puppy mask. Uh, it wasn't bad. It had multiple iterations though, because the grammar was not great. The grammar was it wasn't grammar. It was gram bork. It was it was very puppy. Okay, you're borking that to death. Am I borking up the wrong tree? Yeah. <laughs> uh, more recently, there's been arf. Uh, 
I'm not. I'm not kidding. It's an actual book. It is a. It's an actual book that uh, that did some followed studies. up by sit and heal. No, <laughs> although Arf was uh, an erotic storybook. Anyway, no. Um, so there are some periodicals, and we'll link some down below. Uh, I don't think there's there's not like tons, but there's at least three good books, and they all are like dog expletives, and they're pretty good. They give you a good basis. I'm gonna just go ahead and say it though, like puppy play isn't about reading literary texts like yeah there are certain ways in which you can do it right you have to immerse yourself in it just get involved yeah i mean so with with some things like let's say flogging or bondage there are definite ways that you can do it really 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 wrong and hurt someone with puppy plays so long as you're not like forcing anyone onto their knees if they have like bad knees and you're like letting people stand up every once in a while and like you're wrapping your hands up with like some some mitts or even putting like socks on your hands can help with some of that there's really no right or wrong way so long as you're having a good time you're doing it with consent and you're being like mindful of other people right that said there's lots of puppies that get into a headspace and then they kind of get get out of hand they get rowdy because you're in a a weird headspace that is uh in there's not as many inhibitions you know and i've definitely had scenes where i came out of it I knew what happened, but like I was so in the mode that like I didn't realize that my knees were a little cut up because mm. because there wasn't proper padding. So just make sure that you're you're being okay and treating yourself treating yourself okay so you don't hurt yourself. But also check out Wolf and Arf. So why do you laugh every time I say and that? Bork. The, 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 don't confuse people. <laughs> um, but the next confused person, no, not confused person. But the next question comes from Little Succubus Ramona. I like that name. <laughs> uh, tell tell me something about Ramona. Succubus Ramona. I don't even know what succubus means. Succubi, daddy. Succubi Ramona? Well, they're, they're a type of like uh, succulent sexy demon. Oh, it's a sexy demon. I believe that's what succubi are or succubuses. Huh. The succubuses on the bus go around. And, <laughs> no. So uh, Ramona, thank you for asking your question, Ramona. You have a very cute little icon. Asks, if you connect with a type of puppy breed or change breeds depending on the mood of puppy that you feel at the time uh which breed is it so her question being do you connect with a puppy breed and does it change for me it doesn't change i am very much into like and i think most people are in the puppy play scene they see a dog or they've had dogs in their lives or they just look at a type of dog and they're like, that is my personality. Yeah, it hasn't been my experience that they change breeds for themselves. They've figured out what their breed is and they stick to it. So I think uh, their question is, uh, sometimes you feel like a Dalmatian. Sometimes you feel like a Havasu. Sometimes you feel like a... I'm sorry, what's a Havasu? Isn't that a dog? I don't think so. A Havasu? <laughs> have a what <laughs> what about sue is that how sue sees it sometimes you feel like a bloodhound there you um, go well, maybe you're really into wait, blood have a sue's or a dog aren't they bless you anyway i'm more of a german shepherd myself i've always been and always will be just because i think that that breed is very elegant i think they're very pretty i think they're also incredibly goofy uh they do bork sometimes goofy i have never seen a goofy what? german shepherd besides you 
how dare you but also thank you um i think that they're just they're, they're very derpy as puppies especially like they just think that they're like these small little things but they're so big and their ears are so floppy <laughs> so and i had so a friend cute. who had a german shepherd once that uh would go into my old bathroom to drink out the toilet not that smart um i said derpy <laughs> you can be smart and derpy he knew what he was doing so he there knew was what a he was bathtub doing. on one side and the the vanity on the other and he would go forward drink out of the toilet but because it was so narrow he couldn't turn around okay and so he would just stand there so he literally would have to take his back legs and back him out the bathroom <laughs> so <laughs> he was just like okay i guess i'm here now <laughs> well, maybe he, don't kink shame. Maybe he was a, a piss puppy, a piss play puppy. He was just waiting for more piss. Anyway, I don't know. yeah. So, I, most puppies, I think, choose a breed, stick with it. Uh, although I, I've known puppies to like change breeds as they're like getting to know themselves and what they enjoy about the the kink and what kind of gear they want to get. So that that's kind of where I I am there. But I also I just think German shepherds are are so they're they're so pretty. They are. They're 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 very gorgeous mm -hmm. what else <laughs> next question what, what else next question is from pyron that's not even the name of the person um pato oh pato or pato the cat asks i never really know what to do with a puppy what's something fun i can do with a puppy that will keep us both busy for a while so wait pato the cat yeah doesn't know what to do with the puppy. So I feel like this is a setup. I mean, <laughs> I feel like they want to know what to do with the puppy just to fuck them up. <laughs> like, you know how cats are very maniacal. I mean, if you have consent, you can mess with the puppy. Uh, guess who didn't have consent to put the puppy, the puppy inside of the chicken coop? So let me read it in the tone that I think this was meant. Oh, go, please. I never really know what to do with a puppy. What is something? No, oh, wait, fun? wait, wait. If this is a cat, where are the meows? Meow. There, there we go. What is something fun I can meow with the puppy that will keep us meow. both busy for meow. <laughs> Is that good? Okay, Daddy, what kind of cat are you? I need to know what your cat breed is. Cheshire. That's not a cat breed. It wasn't. Uh, well, Alice I mean, in he's Wonderland. an Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. No, that's his name. <laughs> he was a Cheshire cat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway, I think that this is a great question because a lot of the times people don't know what to do with puppies because it, they think that it's just about the puppy playing and that that's all you have to do. Um, I think there's plenty of ways you can play with a puppy, be it, you know, tying them down, making it so they're, you know, you play with them quite literally. I think um, it's also tone of voice. Uh, calling them good boy or good girl or uh, however they identify and good dog and um, in soothing tones. Okay, give me a, a soothing. You're talking to me. Give praise me. God. Praise me. <laughs> it's hard when you're demanding praise. Please. <laughs> oh, that helped. Um, <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> Fine, reprimand me. Oh, <laughs> when's the last time you came, boy? <laughs> How's that? <laughs> okay, and now, now be loving. Oh, who's a good boy? You a good boy? Did you enjoy that? <laughs> this feels patronizing more than loving. <laughs> anyway, we didn't answer the question at all. I, I think that there is a constant question from handlers who are the the pe the tops. For in most situations with puppy play and puppy animal role play 
I think a lot of the time they don't know what to do because there's not a lot of resources for them. So, Daddy, what are some some ways that handlers can have fun with puppies? As a handler mm. who has fun with puppies. Mm. I know how you love being put on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, get them in their gear. Get them into their headspace. Um, have the... Pupple, pupples. <laughs> puppies love cuddling. Um, so, uh, the living room is always a good place to do that. Move the coffee table, let them all be down on all fours, let them jump up on you. Um, on the furniture? Yeah. <gasps> I, I like Wild. the that gets up. <laughs> Cuddle them, uh, pet them, uh, massage them in places that make them make yummy noises. <laughs> make sure your dog is making a yummy noise. <laughs> Uh, you can all no, yeah. You can play with toys. No, but you know they make yummy noises. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, who is a good boy? Who is a good boy? Okay, that's rude. <laughs> that's rude. That was the bridge too far. <laughs> you can play with them. You can get toys. You can tie them down so they can. They're kind of in a humiliating position where they can only walk around like a dog on their like shoulder or on their elbows and knees is fun. So long as you have the right protection. Uh, you can tie the dog down. You can kind of play tug of war, wrestle. Uh, you can hide the bone. Yep. Or you can hide the bone. I think you just kind of have to get creative. It's all about having fun. You can use toys or not use toys. What I think the the, the most, um, the best thing you can do with a puppy is let them be themselves without shame. Um, because it can take a puppy a while to get comfortable with you seeing them be so happy with being themselves and sometimes there's uh, shame that comes with that and if you can alleviate that and tell them that that's okay uh, you're going to have a really good time agreed but at the same time and this kind of goes to uh, dumb baby's question that is their name on twitter I'm not calling them names I swear who asked how can puppy play be linked to degradation and humiliation uh, I read once that its roots were in that type of play, as you kind Which of alluded to earlier. About, yeah, I and to that, so it doesn't always have to be playful and fun and loving. It can be degradating. It can be humiliating. It can be like, oh, you're such a, a stupid dog. You can't even yeah. figure out how to get out of that position, can you? Yeah, it is. It is somewhere lick my boots, eat out of a dog bowl. Mm-hmm. You're a dog. Uh, chain them to the floor. Um, with consent, again, with yeah, consent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a type of humiliating role play where they're right. lesser than human. And that's what I used to enjoy. Yeah, and some people still enjoy. Yeah. Um, I think the big difference there is that like, the puppy is generally like a fun, playful, colorful sort of role play where dog is more See, dehumanizing. Right. It didn't used to be called puppy. It was dog. Yeah. yeah. And some people still call it that. And so like a little bit more I, what I would call aggressive or uh, leather- old guard play might be dog role play yeah and so that's where that degradation and humiliation might get factored in maybe a bit more gunge or piss play or just more aggressive sorts of kinks can can also get worked in and and elevated in that regard yeah water sports yeah let's see from gay horror geek what do you think is the best way to try out puppy play hmm well With the socialization that we've talked about with mm-hmm. the munches and moshes. 
<laughs> Munch on your puppy. That's how you socialize. No, them. no, no, no. Um, and then uh, finding a handler that you can do it on one on one with, um, or other puppies. A lot. So the other thing is, a lot of puppies don't have handlers, but they have other puppies. They run in packs. They have um, these groups that they are with, and they just pup out with. You don't necessarily have to have a handler to pup out. Correct. Yeah, you don't need to have a collar. You don't need to have a handler. You don't need to even have other puppies. With with the new age of Zoom and Skype and yeah. calling people, you can easily join. There are groups that do little socials on their Zooms and calls, and you can find other people. Um, but at the same time, having a handler should not be the sole purpose of being a puppy. Right. <laughs> you don't need a handler. You don't need no handler to... What What is the meme? Like, I'm a... I'm a big dog i don't need no handler like i can walk myself have you seen those memes no you're on your own on this like the, one like the dog holding his own leash and he's just walking down the street you haven't seen that no oh well, sick memes hot memes here on <laughs> what's your safe word uh but the the again the the question being how do you try it out i mean just get on all fours and and kind of yeah, start start by yourself in your home play some good music play some good soothing music if that gets you in the headspace Put on like a dog collar or just like a, a play collar of some kind. I mean, a hood really helps. Just like you've sure. been in a BDSM uh, situation, uh, a hood or taking away a little bit of vision puts you in a different headspace. So it's finding that puppy headspace and whatever will put you there. Um, so whatever outfit or... Or gear. Or maybe or audio. I bet, you, I bet you there's some ASMR for puppy play. And if there's there, not... I bet there's hypnosis for puppy play. Oh, there's, oh there's absolutely that. But mm. but again, find someone that you vibe with, that you trust, that you can talk to. And also, everybody looks different as a puppy. So just explore it by yourself first and figure out what you're into and why. Um, and just be silly. That 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 is the most important thing is you, you can't take yourself too seriously in this play because if you feel self-conscious... Other people are going to see that you feel self-conscious and it's going to, it's just going to kind of perpetuate. So you have to have fun. You have to be comfortable. And sometimes that takes time. So give mm. yourself that time, be kind to yourself and just, just let it go. What I enjoy here in San Francisco, cause we have a very large pup community here is just seeing pups on the street. And all you have to do is say, how are you doing pup? And they immediately just do like a head tilt and just the acknowledgement that they're a puppy makes them happy. And they just do this head tilting. Bark. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did they do? Bark. Is that a bork or a bark? Bark. Well, no. Speak. Bark. Speak. Bark. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> You're having too much. Are you fun. sure you don't want to have that tail? <laughs> yeah. And so, if you don't have gear, especially when it comes to like tails and hoods, it can get expensive. Don't worry. You can still be a puppy. And I think what what are the other stigmatized parts of puppy play? Oh, uh, women, female, trans puppies—they exist. They are yeah. there. I will say a caveat with like, but they're not as visible on social media, and so sometimes it can feel like it's only a men-only sort of community. And I I apologize if it ever feels that way. If you are not a cis gay or just cis male in general, but all people are welcome you just got to put yourself out there sometimes just, to be the representative that other people might need. So if you are yeah. comfortable and able to, and you are not cis white gay or a guy, um, 
put yourself out there because other people will probably find you and that's how communities get formed there was not always puppies on twitter nope. but the second the puppies found twitter they were borking all over the place <laughs> why isn't there like barker barker yeah like twitter but for dogs oh, i thought you meant like grinder for dogs. or or that barker barker <laughs> <laughs> with with bob Bark, barker there used to be wolf i think there were there was there's been some apps here or there and there still are apps coming down the pipeline i'm sure um but all that to say just because you don't see female puppies or trans puppies does not mean that they do not exist and they're not welcome I, that's kind of the one big caveat that we can always get a lot of questions about yeah um can you think of any of last minute caveats or stigmas or anything that just kind of is important to puppy play? Uh, I'll say from an old guard perspective, um, uh, cause at leather events and, and so on and so forth, as the puppies grew, there was kind of a pushback from leather, leather guys thinking that puppies were sil silly. And my challenge to them would be, uh, don't be so judgmental about it. Just let it happen. If it's not your thing, that's fine. Um, puppies are pretty obedient if, and they can sense when you're not into the, into it and will leave you alone. But um, I think it's great for the community. The more puppies, the better for me. Yeah. And there were questions like, when is this fad going to be over? And I'm right. just like, I don't, I get it. Like there's a lot of puppies and it seems like there's a lot of them, but I don't think it's, I don't know that it's a fad so much. It's just a very popular kink and, and i think it'll always be kind of popular i have to say i've seen Maybe I, even popular i know so many puppies um that are just new into the kink bdsm community in the last three or four years that have learned so much that they're more educated now than i am uh because of their ability to explore and adapt and i think it's a great thing for the kink community um and I'm excited to see where it's going next. Oh, agreed. And a lot of those puppies get involved and start oh, teaching yeah. or making events or helping with bar nights or organizing groups that do then create more and more of all of the same. So I, I, I see the, the reservation that comes from a new wave of people coming into a community. But I, and I want to say that with a big but, those people are not there to ruin the community. They're there because they want to be a part of the community. They like the community. They love the community. They want to get their paws dirty and they want to learn and also have fun and play yeah so just think about that before you yuck someone else's yum everyone's into their kink or their 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 fetish because they enjoy it in some regard and they want to enjoy it more but with other people so be kind to each other um don't just bark at someone because they're they're on your lawn get off my lawn bork 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 that's bork. a daddy move yeah, yeah, but daddies think puppies are adorable, and dads so daddies can learn new tricks too. Mm -hmm. But and I want to end on on a nice positive note uh, with the very last question of today from Bird, who says, "As a handler, I love giving puppies treats for good behavior. How many cookies are too many cookies?" Ooh, from Bird, uh, who is a fabulous baker. <laughs> There's never too many cookies. Let me just tell you right now. All the cookies, the better. <laughs> and follow-up question, what are the best treats to have in my treat bag? Ooh, ooh. Uh, so puppies love gummy bears for some reason, so that's a really easy one. Uh, well, not all puppies like gummy I really don't like gummy bears, but gummy bears are a great 
tree. It's, it's a great t- tree animal. Because they're chewy, they're fruity, but they're they don't also melt in your pocket either. Uh, well, what cookies melt in your pocket? We I was talking about gummy <laughs> bears, not cookies. <laughs> well, just treats in general. Yeah. Um, but they're also much harder to be allergic to, whereas peanuts or nuts or, oh, sure. or baked goods can sometimes have uh, some allergy-related things in it that are not good for everybody. So You like Sour Patch Oh, I love... Uh, see, Sour Patch is not gummy bears. Sour Patch is far better than I gummy bears. I didn't say it was. I said you like... Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And on that note, Daddy, <laughs> where can people bark up your tree? Uh, you can find me at MrChristopher.com or Christopher Weston on Twitter. And you can find me everywhere at PupAmp. Uh, that is right, Pup. Amp. It has taken us 35 episodes to talk about puppies specifically, and I go by Pup Amp. Amp. So, AMP. If you have more questions about puppies, you know where to find us. I feel like we should do another like handler specific or pu- another puppy episode of some kind. Well, I soon. mean, yeah, we never really do address the handlers because um, even well, when I don't I- want my handler dressed, I want him naked. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but even I didn't know what to do. Uh, you had to teach me. So, and I think a lot of handlers are are not knowing what they're supposed to do with a puppy. Sure. Um, Because I mean, you can make it about it's it's how you get in like you have to be ingenious at times. You have to be creative, and so if you're not a super creative person, sometimes maybe you need some ideas. So maybe we'll do an episode like that in the future. Oh yeah, we could do. But like like a handler, top ten things you can do with a puppy. The top ten things you could do as a top for a puppy. I mean, you could be like a dog catcher. You could role play. You could be like... Ooh, have you ever gone to a mosh where there's a mailman and they all attack him? And, and, yes. And, oh. I've helped coordinate. That's my favorite. I've helped I coordinate love, many, many of them. I love when the mailman gets attacked by puppies. Or like we had one mosh where there was a little remote controlled squirrel that went around. Oh. And then the cat came out of nowhere and just went poop and like knocked it over and the See, squirrel broke. Cats ruin everything. <laughs> It was kind of funny, though. <laughs> anyway, there's plenty of things you can do. You just got to be creative. This has been What's Your Safe for Daddy. What do you want everyone's try to be? I want everyone to try on a puppy hood. Oh, well, that's kind of hard to do if you are if you don't have access to a puppy hood. Okay. So about, I want everyone to sit on all fours uh-huh. in their living room, turn the lights off and close their eyes and imagine themselves being a puppy. I'm doing it right now. See? Uh, and I want you to try and just... Be playful and don't take yourself too seriously. And choose a puppy breed if you're going to try and be a puppy. Yeah. And then tweet and at us what, your, one. what your dog breed is. Don't don't change them every day. Well, they can change if they don't feel if 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 the Dalmatian spots isn't their thing. Like maybe they want like more of a German Shepherd or or a Lab. What what dog would you be, Daddy? I'd be a Golden Retriever. Oh, oh, yeah, you would. You're you're very silly and derpy. I'm- Wait, go anyway, and we will see you guys next time on What's a Safe Word. Bye. Why did you wear those gloves the entire podcast? Because actually they're really comfortable. <laughs> I mean, do you want them? No, but look how well they match my shirt. Nobody like they can, have the same holes. Uh, great. Oh, don't don't talk about my hole that way. My fly was down the entire episode. And cut. <laughs>